0: This is just a short topic and one that I include mostly because it is a pet hate of mine. The term subdural hygroma gets bandied about a little bit too freely for my liking and is often used interchangeably with chronic subdural or enlarged CSF space surrounding atrophied brain. And it's not a synonym of either of those, but rather represents an accumulation of CSF in the subdural space. It is thought to be due to either a tear in the arachnoid layer, allowing CSF to enter, but for some reason not to exit the subdural space. It therefore has the morphology of a subdural hematoma, but has never had acute blood, which distinguishes it from a chronic subdural. This lack of prior blood, however, is hard to demonstrate on CT. MRI is much better at detecting old blood products. The other clue that is a CSF-like collection is actually a chronic subdural is the presence of membranes stretched across the collection which a subdural hygroma won't have. I see hygromas quite frequently in patients admitted with head injuries who get repeated scans. The typical sequence of events is that you see a scan of an acute admission with a contusion and maybe some traumatic subarachnoid. They may have a thin subdural hemorrhage somewhere as well. Then over the next few days, on the opposite side of the subdural hematoma, if one is present, a CSF density collection accumulates. These hygromas then usually gradually resolve, but in some instances they can go on to have bleeding within them. In fact, I'm sure that some of the so-called acute on chronic subdurals that we see, where there is hyperdense clot lying at the bottom of a sizable CSF-like supinate, these actually represent acute hemorrhage into a pre-existing hygroma. But this isn't easy to prove without prior imaging.